0: And welcome, everybody, to episode number 13 of the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. I'm your host, Rob Fidoff, also known as RPT. You can find me on Twitter, at PFidoff. Again, that's at P as in Paul, T as in Tom, H-I, T as in Tom again, O-F-F, Frank, Frank. For all of Notre Dame athletic updates, just go to that site, and there are some updates today. Actually, one big one. And this episode is presented by BetUS.com. Bet with a three-decade leader, BetUS. Join now for 125% bonus using promo code DSP125. Again, that's promo code DSP125. Or a 200% bonus with crypto using promo code DSP200. Again, that's promo code DSP200. And bet sports, casinos, horses, pop culture, and more at BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid, BetUS.com. So as I mentioned moments ago, If you check my Twitter account, some breaking news today. Remember my last podcast? I said we were pretty thin at wide receiver right now with Avery Davis being out for the year. He tore his ACL again. Well, Xavier Watts, who's on the defensive side of the ball, he was recruited to be a wide receiver. And he was a redshirt sophomore last year. And it was planned to be in the wide receiver unit again. However, the coaches presented to him, do you want to move to defense? And he was not even though he didn't say this from what I heard, but he was not thrilled with the wide receiver coach Del Alexander last year. And I had mentioned that in my podcast before, too. He's just a bad coach. I mean, he was a good guy, but a horrible wide receiver coach. And since he was not being coached up the way he felt last year, he went over to the defensive side and he was a safety last year and did pretty good. However, the coaching staff came back again over this weekend, and it was confirmed today that he was fine with going back because they gave him a choice. They're like, you could stay on the defensive side or go back to being a wide receiver. And he said, sure, I'll go back to being a wide receiver because this year we have a, so far, at least that's the way people have been saying the new wide receiver coach, Chancey Stuckey, getting rave reviews from the current wide receivers and just from uh, the media at Notre Dame as well. And he's been around Chansey a little bit as well. So he's like, hey, I will I'll go now to a better wide receiver coach than the one I had last year and make the jump from the defensive side back to the offense. So having said that, and this is kind of trivial, but he was wearing number four on defense. Well, Lorenzo Styles, who's one of our main wide receivers, should have a breakout year this year. He's number four as well. So he had to go back to his old number 26. So when you see the numbers – this year on the offense number four will be Lorenzo Styles and number 26 will be Xavier Watts and he's I'm looking at his um, stats right here he's 511 and three quarters 193 pounds so not a huge guy but again he was he's a tough kid he's he was recruited to be a wide receiver and I think this is going to work out especially for the depth side. I mean, like I said, this isn't Rocket Ismail, but again, this gives us some breathing room unless no one else gets hurt, that is. Uh, Now we're back up to seven scholarship wide receivers instead of six, and one of those is a former walk-on. So just a quick uh, tidbit there, and again, just go to my Twitter account. You'll have more details on there about Xavier Watts now back to being a wide receiver. So the main subject today, as I look at my cheat sheet again, is... This broke yesterday as well. Notre Dame and their TV contract. Their TV contract with NBC runs through 2024, but there were some leaks yesterday and probably Notre Dame was doing these leaks to probably probably get more leverage from the networks. And it's looking like right now, the dollar figure on the table, for them to sign with either NBC or another network, whether it's ESPN, CBS, CBS, Fox, it's around $60 million to exclu- exclusively do their home games. However, they also get $10 million for their ACC deal, where they have to play five ACC teams, football teams, that is, because they're in the ACC conference for every other sport besides hockey. They're in the Big Ten. But for them to have the five game deal for football, that is, with the ACC, that television contract, whether it's they, I think most of those games are on ABC. Yeah. I don't think Fox does any of those games, but for that ACC deal, they get an extra 10 million. So for this new contract, whether they eventually sign back with NBC, whether it's CBS or Fox or even ESPN, they're just floating out that figure to say, Hey, it's going to be at least $60 million. And then you add on the ACC portion of that. 10 million Notre Dame's sitting pretty at $70 million as that national brand. And that's why they're not going to join a conference anytime soon. They got pretty much $70 million within the next two years, whoever they sign with. So I just started to think, are you happy with the NBC deal? I mean, we've had this since 1991 and great. Yeah. We've Notre Dame games, all at home games have been on TV and then the away games, CBS ESPN, I think CBS Sports Network did a couple games before. And now I, I just started to think, yeah, that's been great, but the coverage to me has sucked, to put it bluntly. They've never had great announcers. Their pregame is just non existent. I wouldn't mind if NBC just says, hey, backs away and says, hey, because they're in talks with the Big Ten supposedly now, too, to do games. I, I wouldn't mind leaving NBC. And I just, I mean, I, the thing is too, like with NBC, it never seems like their sound is the greatest. The Notre Dame crowd can be, you know, screaming and hollering. You could never really, I can never really get that. I can watch old games on CBS, like, you know, the Catholics versus convicts games and not even just that game. But again, just on YouTube or old VHS tapes, those games 30, 35 years ago, I can just hear it a hell of a lot better on CBS. And when I just compare, like, because CBS still has the SEC, SEC right now. But again, that, and i check in my notes here, that contract is up after 2023. The SEC is leaving CBS. So CBS needs to find another conference. And it looks like they're in talks with the Big Ten now. But again, the SEC is leaving in 2023 to go exclusively to ESPN. And then the Big Ten, they're leaving ABC in 2023 as well. And it looks like whether it's just going to be a combo deal, but it seems like either CBS, NBC, or Fox is going to get the contract for the Big Ten. And again, I just, when I watch games on Fox, their sound quality is pretty much the equivalent of CBS. But again, what I mentioned before, I can watch games 30 years ago on YouTube or on my VCR on a VHS, and that sound quality is just so much better on CBS. So, I, like I said, I wouldn't mind if we left NBC because, one, the announcers aren't that good. Two, there's no real pregame. You need to make this like an event to me. Like I said, it's an event for us Notre Dame fans. But, it's again, for that national brand presence – for just the common fan. Let's make this more of an event. And I know we don't have Pat Summerall and John Madden. When I was a kid in the eighties, watching those CBS late games for the NFL, those two announcers, I mean, those were the Holy grail of announcers. They made that an event. One, they were really good at it. You know, just like the stage presence, Pat Summerall had that great voice. He'd say, you know, late into the fourth quarter, he'd be like, and now later on CBS, we have 60 Minutes, Murder, She Wrote, and the Sunday uh, movie on CBS. You know, he'd say, and Murder, She Wrote. And CBS, that's a horrible impression impression of Pat several I know that. But it was just like an event. You know you were watching something special. I think that's what Notre Dame has to do. And we found out this week, and this just makes this even more puzzling. Mike Tirico is no longer doing the games, and Drew Brees, I don't know if he's going to be on the Sunday night uh, NBC ticket because I know eventually Al Michaels is retiring. But anyway, Drew Brees is gone, and Mike Tirico is not doing games either. They're replacing them with Jack Collinsworth, who's uh, Chris Collinsworth's son, and uh, Jason Garrett longtime Cowboys coach. He coached the offense of the New York giants last year, but got fired and he was doing some of the USFL games and he did an okay job, but he just doesn't have like a, and maybe he'll get better at it. He doesn't have the greatest personality, very dry, but if he knows football, maybe he'll get better at, you know, analyzing games because I thought Tony Dunchy did a pretty decent job. He kind of had a dry personality too, but he did do, like I said, explain the game pretty well. But again, he wasn't John Madden or Pat Summerall either. So, and I, I started to think about this too, and it, it it shows you, I mean, there's some nepotism in here to Jack Collinsworth. I think he's a decent, you know, broadcaster. He went to Notre Dame. He didn't play football at Notre Dame like his brother, Austin Collinsworth. But again, it's just, is this just a token job that they're giving this because his dad, it does the Sunday night NBC games. And I've never been a Collinsworth, like his dad, Chris Collinsworth. I know tons of people can't stand him. They think he's annoying. They can't stand his broadcast. I never felt that way. I mean, something I don't agree with everything he says, but at the same time, I, I think he does a pretty good job. Yes, he can be annoying, but a lot of people can be annoying in our lives. You know, you know, th- that's just, that's just him. You know, everybody again, not to stutter on my words there, but, Again, when he's, oh, well, he's so annoying. Well, people you deal with every day in your everyday lives are annoying. I'm annoying at times. So I just think, whatever. Yes, he can be that way, but I think he does a pretty good job. But I'm just like, that's the best you can do. I mean, his, I don't think his kid has really, again, it is nepotism. His kid has really, you know, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Done, d- done his dues, more or less. Uh, he's been on NBC for a little bit. But again, I just don't think he's gone through the whole process for him to get a job like this. And Jason Garrett, he really didn't have a, uh, a broadcasting job either, and so he got fired from the New York Giants. I'm just like, is this the best NBC can do? Again, I want we need to make this an event. I mean, really since 1991 when this they started on NBC, Notre Dame, like the pregame has been crappy. There really isn't a pregame let's make this more of an event. And I don't know who the announcers could be. Well, one would be great. Gus Johnson, who's on Fox right now, really enthusiastic guy. He would be a great play-by-play guy. And then for your you know, commentary, you know, the football so-called expert, I, I think you just got to get a Notre Dame guy in there. I'm not saying Brady Quinn, and I don't want a Homer Notre Dame guy, but someone who's affiliated with Notre Dame, like a Jerome Bettis. I know he I think now he's more into his you know business side. he just finally got his degree at Notre Dame. but again, someone from Notre Dame because they have never done that at NBC. Pat Hayden, a USC guy did games for years. Bill Walsh was not a Notre Dame guy. I think Bob Trump he did games from time to time. Chris Collinsworth, he did that before he did the NFL games on uh, NBC. and I think he was on Fox at one time as well. Again, for nearly 30, over 30 years now, you've never had a Notre Dame connection when you're doing these games. And again, like I said, Jason Garrett, he seems like a nice guy, but the personality is just not there right now. I remember John McEnroe uh, one time in the 80s said, you know, Avon Lendl works a hell of a lot harder than me, but he's not great for tennis right now because he just has no personality. He said his left pinky had more personality than... Avon Lendl, and I feel like my left pinky has more personality than Jason Garrett right now. So again, if, if if Notre Dame leaves NBC, I'm not going to be crying because I think for one, like I said, the sound quality is, is not is not the best. I can watch games on YouTube and on my old VCR, and you just feel that, feel, just feel the energy so much more. So I wouldn't mind if NBC or I'm sorry, Fox or CBS got the contract. Because it seems like, too, the NBC is going hard after the Big Ten right now. And from what I remember as a kid, until NBC got the Notre Dame home, home game contract, they just pretty much did the bowls. So, again, maybe they're trying to get more besides just Notre Dame. Because when I was a kid, you know, I don't think ABC did too many Big Ten games. But as a kid, CBS had a lot of Big Ten games. And then they did a lot of Notre Dame games as well. So maybe we're kind of getting back to that a little bit. But again, as as a kid, NBC, I could be wrong here, but all they had was like the Bulls at the end of the year. They had the Hall of Fame game or Hall of Fame Bowl game, which became the Outback Bowl. And now I think Outback does not have that contract again. I have here, let me check my phone real quick. I was early this morning, I saw what are they calling this bowl now? And again, let's see. Well, I have the Sun Bowl here. That That's a CBS Bowl game. But no, the Outback Bowl, which was the old Hall of Fame Bowl, is now, and maybe I'm not pronouncing this right, but Reliquest Quest Bowl. So back in the day, like I said, when I was a kid, they had, it was just an all-day event, January 1st. They had the Outback Bowl, or I'm sorry, the Hall of Fame, which, the hall of fame bowl, which became the Outback bowl, which was on ESPN for years. And then they had the Gator bowl and then they had the Fiesta bowl and then they had the orange bowl. And then they also had at one time the Rose bowl up until about 89 and then ABC took that over. So really that's all NBC had college football wise. Like I said, a heavy bowl presence, but then 91, they got the Notre Dame, uh, The Notre Dame um, lost my train of thought there. The Notre Dame contract, the Notre Dame home contract. But then again, people say, Oh, that was great. We have all our home games televised. But back in the when I was a kid, except for maybe a couple games here and there, Notre Dame's home games were pretty much either on CBS or ABC. And then there's a couple of times these weird because I remember when we lost to Stanford in 1990. Yeah, 1990. That was an upset when we were number one. I had to listen on the radio that game, but that was on a weird sports channel at the time. That wasn't national. I don't even know what it was, but again, pretty much all of our games were televised back then anyway. So it's not like NBC can really say, Oh, now all your games are going to be on all your home games are going to be on televised or television, regardless on who we go with, whether it's CBS or Fox, if we say, Hey, NBC, we're not going with you anymore. You know, they make a better deal and who knows, maybe ESPN, Because really all they're going to have is the SEC exclusively. I don't know if they'll have any Pac-12 games as well, but the Big Ten in 2024, they're leaving. That's their last season with uh, ESPN. So, again, it's just going to be interesting to see how, how this all pans out within the next, you know, two to three, well, yeah, two years. Because, again, Notre Dame's contract's up in 2024, and then the Big Ten contract with ESPN is up in 2023. And the thing is, too, once the SEC leaves uh, CBS, they got to they got to find a conference and maybe they got to find Notre Dame as well, because they really don't have much of a bowl presence. They have a couple, I think, smaller bowls that are on the CBS Sports Network. But I think and I could be wrong on this. They're probably their biggest bowl on right now. And I I would have to double check this is the old Sun Bowl, which was also called the. Hyundai Bowl at one time. And now it's the, get this name, the Tony, Tony, the Tiger Bowl. Yeah, it's called Tony, the Tiger Bowl. Uh, and I, that's what I had up before. Cause I was researching that earlier this morning and bear with me here as I look this up. Yeah. It was called the John Hancock bowl at one time. The John Hancock Bowl from 86 to 93. The Northwest Corporation, whatever that is, 96 to 98. Wells Fargo, 99 to 2003. Helen of Troy Limited. Gosh, that, I didn't even remember that. That's from 2004 to 2009. Hyundai, 2010 to 2018. And actually, Notre Dame won that 2010 when they beat the crap out of uh, Miami that year, Miami Hurricanes. And then Kellogg's, but it's called Kellogg's Tony the Tiger Bowl. So I digress there. But again, I just just kind of making sure I went over th- everything here. And here's the thing, too, what I, d- I don't like about NBC now. I found out it's actually the game I'm going to, the UNLV game. That's going to be on the Peacock Network, the streaming service that you have to pay for. So if, if they're going to offer this, yeah, let's say they offer $60 million, but then they're telling us fans, we got to pay for their uh, streaming service to watch one of their games. I don't think CBS or Fox would do that. If we get CBS or Fox, every game or every home game would be nationally televised uh, on their, not their, like with CBS, their streaming service is Paramount. I highly doubt they're going to put a Notre Dame game on Paramount Plus. And Fox, I don't know if they have a streaming service, to be honest with you. But here's the thing too, I I just saw in my notes, CBS just has just a better atmosphere, especially their sound quality, and to that music. They've had that music now for 35 to probably, well, 30 to 35 years. When you watch their intro to college football, just a great intro. And I know the main thing is here, we just want Notre Dame to win games and win a national title. But again, make this an event. Let's get that Pat Summerall, John Madden vibe. You know, In the 80s, that late CBS game, it just had that event-type feel. That's why I want Whether it's whether NBC gets the contract again or not, whether they pay that sixty million dollars, whether it's CBS or Fox or even let's say ESPN, even though they're heavy into the SEC pockets, I I just love the whole. To me, if it was anything, unless Fox could, I mean, I I shouldn't just because of that intro music. Even though that would be great, my my wish list would be CBS, but I think Fox would be a pretty a damn good job too, because they got Gus Johnson and I think he could make Notre Dame a pretty, pretty big event. Can you imagine Gus Johnson and Brady Quinn doing Notre Dame games? You got the Notre Dame guy and then the really enthusiastic, enthusiastic guy and Gus Johnson. It'd be great. It'd be great. So again, I said, I went a little bit over. Uh, I kind of, I just think this whole, this whole television contract thing, I just don't like NBC. I just don't like NBC. I never have liked them doing games. It's great having all home games televised, but we had that pretty much before anyway. And then one last thing, and again, I, I mentioned in my prior podcast, it was just going to be strictly, you know, Notre Dame athletics going forward. And this is, it deals with Notre Dame athletics, but when that story broke yesterday about the TV contract, I kind of took a step back to say, hey, let's not focus just totally on athletics with this podcast. And that's what I'm, I'm doing more or less here. But again, I want to do for maybe a podcast down the road, but I did watch the Manti Teo documentary on Netflix last night. It's a two-parter. It's about an hour each uh, for both parts. And that needs more than just a little snippet. That would probably take about a good 10, a little over 10 minutes to discuss that. It's really good um, and very weird. Let's just put it that way. But I need more time to discuss that. And it, uh, what else did I put for that? Yeah, I'll discuss that later. There's, I have some bullet points on that, but again, it's called untold. I think I'd said unbroken in a prior podcast concerning that. And I think other news outlets said unbroken too. No, it's called untold, but again, it's their, uh, Netflix series where they focus on, you know, sports celebrities that have gone through some crap more or less. And just to show where they, at, where they are at right now. But again, it was a great series last night. Two-parter, again, it's called Untold. And it's about the manti tied tail being catfished by that fake girlfriend. But again, it's, 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 it's out there. Let me just put it that way. So again, I don't want to go too far overboard on this podcast. Like I said, I went over over the limit. But again, for the TV contract, I just kind of wanted to put my thoughts out there concerning that. Again, my name is Rob Fedoff for episode 13. Thank you very much for tuning in. And as always, go Irish.